Hello, this is Chris Donovan from Fat Foodaholics, and this is Beer Belly Podcast. Today is September 14th, 2018. Enjoy the show. This is a beer belly cop podcast. Sorry for the the wait, and we're on. Um, we were just waiting for someone, but he was a very special someone, so it was worth it. <laughs> very um, late, someone. Today we have uh, Steve um, Purpurai on the call. Um, you know, it, it's been a while, and it's very late, someone. Oh wait a minute! I hear, I hear, I hear, <laughs> I hear a stream somewhere. Somebody has the stream. Okay, right, no, I'm just I got it. Take and then care we, have, it. Uh, we have we uh, have Ted Ted Nagy here. Um, Hi, beer connoisseur, and uh, Tom Kuba. Hello. Right, that's how you say your name, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, this, I'm Chris Donovan. Um, so, how is everyone doing today? Um, what have you guys been up to? Actually, did some traveling recently. Nice. Went to Vermont for four days, and then I went. Shortly after that, went to Dogfish. Nice. So I've been drinking some beers, seeing some awesome sights and things I never knew existed. Yeah, man, you've been busy. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. That's awesome. Um, so, so in Vermont, um, what uh, what, what brewers did you visit up there? Uh, we went to a lot of places. Uh, we went to the flagship Alchemist. You have to go to Alchemist if you go to Vermont. They, you know, they're the ones who brew Heady Topper and Focal Banger. Basically, Vermont's flagship beers, if you ask me. Um, we also went to Hill Farmstead, which is another top-notch brewery for the whole country. They don't really—they're not huge, but their their beers are off the charts. Their IPAs are of a different kind, and what's interesting too is like <clears throat> we were in the all in this minivan, six of us, and it felt like we were driving for like two hours up a mountain and didn't see one single car. But then all of a sudden we got to Hill Farmstead. You got to like into the little town where they are, and then you see cars starting to be parked on the side of the road. Like no way, these all these people are at Hill Farmstead. Sure enough, it's a farm. Wow. It's like a wow. big farm. It looks like a it looks like a festival going on. But it's just people at the brewery drinking beer. Wow, that's awesome. Everyone in Vermont, in the in the right hand corner of Vermont, are at the brewery, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like straight up a hill. Like in that area of Vermont, is there a lot of other stuff to do, or is it really just like, like like not farms in that and area and stuff? In the, in that particular area, there's not. But I mean, there's a lot of ski industry in Stowe and like Warren, where we stayed, and yeah. I'm sure like the, the restaurants in Burlington were really good. Oh, that's awesome. It's an awesome place to go if you like to ski or mountain bike or hike. And a lot of excellent beers. <laughs> a lot of excellent beers. I mean, if you're a foodie. If you're like you enjoy beer, Vermont is the place to go. You can pretty much go anywhere and get good beer and some good food. Awesome. We spent some time in Burlington. I went to a bunch of breweries there. One particularly, remember, called Four Quarters. And it was in this little town called Winooski. And Four Quarters? Also, yeah, also amazing. Just Like what kind of style do, uh, do they kind of prompt? They had a lot of have? sours on. When I was there, a lot of sours were going. Dude, like a lot of breweries are going for the sours, but yeah. Yeah, it was refreshing because it was hot there. It was like warm that day. So I went for um, two different sours. One was pickle juice. It was called dill pickle. Wow. (laughs) Like picture of a sour beer with the aftertaste of a pickle juice. Wow. So that was that was kind of like a vinegary kind of a aftertaste, kind of like. No, more like oh. garlic. Like oh, garlic. Okay, okay, okay. And then the other one was uh, <laughs> the sour. The sour, but it was a wit beer with mango and raspberries. Wow. Uh, it was blew my mind. I actually got a four-pack, brought that home. 
We actually we actually had it. I think we drank one. <laughs> we <laughs> Chris probably <doesn't> did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at I was actually for the listeners, um I was at a uh, Ted's house. It was last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, this week's gone. Uh yeah, and we uh we tried some beers out and we, we there's some really good beer is coming up in in new jersey um tried some stuff from uh what's the name of the place uh icarus yeah. oh man yachus the the double ipa yachus oh so Yachus. good um just a beautiful beer um it's hard like once you start having beers like that it's hard to drink other beers in that same style and enjoy them as much yeah you kind of always are reaching for that upper tier beer yeah in and- my opinion you know and I and I've tried, um, you know, I've I've been lucky enough to get some Trillium a, a bunch of times because uh, my uh, brother-in-law um, lives up there in Boston, so he was always bringing down like uh, Trillium beers. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, honestly, like the like those are up right up there with Trillium. Like, yeah. If 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 anything, it might be better than some of them. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that that Yacht Juice may be the best beer in Jersey at the time. Yeah, so Yacht Juice is definitely recommended if anyone can get a hold of that. Um, also, just to mention, we have some, uh, you know, for any listeners out there um, on the stream, um, feel free to, to type in the chat. On we're doing YouTube Live. This is a little different this time. If you have any questions for us, we'll see them. Um, we'll we can answer them in real time. So, uh, thanks for listening. All right, so. Um, on to some other updates. Uh, I just wanted, you know, to put a little plug in there for uh, Fat Foodaholics, my blog. Um, so last last week we tr- we talked about um, me eating the death nut, and I still haven't done it yet. I'm very disappointed in myself, and I'm very scared actually to try it. Uh, Steve, did you uh, did you did you hear about that? The death nut? No, no, it's the death nut. So the death nut is this thing and it's going to be backwards on the screen probably yep it is but um it's it's called the death nut challenge it's kind of like the one chip but it's with nuts and you have five stages of nuts and just to put it this way warming up is ghost peppers and carolina reaper wow and then the hottest (laughs) nut has the hottest nut known to mankind with it's hotter than the carolina reaper the pepper x I've never so, even heard of that pepper. Yeah, it's that a new pepper. Um, it's developed by the good old um, what's uh, what's the name of that company? Oh, yeah, the Pucker Butt Company, <laughs> Pepper Company. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it's the same guy that did uh, the Carolina Reaper, uh, cultivating the Carolina Reaper. He also cultivated um, with some different hybrids and stuff. The the Pepper X, and uh-huh. dude, it's supposedly. So the Carolina Reaper is like two point something, two point five million Scovilles. Mm. The Pepper X is like three point two million. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it's up there. So I'm kind of scared, and um, I just know I'm gonna have to really commit to it, and probably my weekend will be ruined whenever I try it. So that's why. I've been <laughs> this is why I've been waiting to not not try it. But uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So another thing is, um, I just made my own new concoction. It's a recipe. It's called Oktoberfest Pizza, and I'm gonna put the oh. recipe up for that on Fat Foodaholics. And um, it was an experiment, and actually went pretty pretty well. It has pretzel crust dough with um, with some mustard spread on top of it, and a pizza you know pizza kind of size um, with uh, sauerkraut, Gruyere cheese um, melted on top with uh, sliced bratwurst. Sounds oh, awesome. So, wow. uh, so you know, listeners and everyone, um, just uh, be stay tuned for that. Yeah, I'll be looking for that. Awesome. That sounds amazing. So, so Steve, we haven't talked to you in a while. Like, how's how's, how's like Chicago going? Chicago. Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, we've had a really hot, humid summer, and then last week it was like kind of cold. Now it's back to being kind of warm again. So. I think I think it's kind of nice weather here, but yeah, it's good. Hmm, kind of warm. Um, that's so, maybe that's what's coming to us. Usually, your yeah. weather comes to us. Yeah, because it's been so cold. A lot here. of good beers around. Um, I haven't really been branching out too much, just drinking the same old stuff and 
but I am going to Milwaukee this weekend, so hopefully I find a good brewery or two up there to check out. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so one of one of Ted's friends, we were just talking about this. He uh, was mentioning that the the beer there is what is it clear, Ted? Is that yeah, it says there's no. Um, we call them dirty haze bombs. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Like when when I what I showed you with the glass with the um, the yacht juice, how you can't see your hand through the back of the glass up against the light. There's not there's none of that out there. So see that's interesting. So this is you know the 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 new the eastern nor nor New England style. IPAs, they've kind of just like take, taken over the East Coast, but yep. I guess they haven't really reached Chicago yet. So that, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if they haven't, haven't reached really. it or if he just doesn't have any out there. But uh, have you seen any, Steve? Have you seen any like really hazy beer? They look, it looks almost like juice. It, yeah, it um, looks and feels like juice. You know, I I did see like one or two of those. Um, one was at a, a kind of a small brewery, but so I think maybe they're maybe some of the breweries are starting to experiment with that that style. But it's not really widespread. Like I don't see it in stores or anything. Yeah, Heavy Reel does it a lot too up by us. I mean, it's like three minutes from my house, and all, almost all his beers are hazy like that, hazy, juicy IPAs, and they're just delicious. You know, him and him and Icarus really have something good going on. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, Tom, so you you go to Chicago for uh, Riot Fest, right? Yes, except for this year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but they, they have uh, actually Riot Fest. Uh, when I went back in 2013, was the first place that uh, had uh, that root beer beer, not your father's uh, root beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I never seen it before uh, anywhere. It was on tap at, at the, the bar in the hotel. And it was like, it it was a lot stronger than what it was in the bottles, and I think that was one of the greatest things that I found out there um, when I went out when I went out there. But uh, after the last couple of years, I've been going out there, been getting into uh, Revolution. Uh, that 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 stuff is pretty good. Um, yeah, they they make a lot of good beer. One one of my favorites is the uh, the summer seasonal, the uh, Rosa. It's like got a hibiscus. It's oh. it's really delicious. I don't think I've, I've had that. I've I don't know what they serve at uh, some of the bars. Obviously, uh, the IPA yeah. is uh, obviously po- more popular now. Um, th- there's a couple other. I don't know if it's still the same. Uh, if it was Revolution, but they had like a Wonder, not Wonder Bread, but it was like Wonder Wonder Beer or something like that. Mm. It was like a. The citrusy type. It was it was pretty good too. But this cool. is like last year that I had it, so I yeah can't tell you if it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Not familiar with that one, but I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye out. So on to other things. Um. So this this hurricane that's coming up. I just wanted to mention it just because we hear it. We've been hearing about it everywhere. And it kind of sucks too because I had a I had a vacation planned to go down to uh, North Carolina. Guess when? <laughs> <laughs> Next I was supposed to go to the Outer Banks. So, uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. So, is it officially canceled? Uh, it, it it's 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 looking like it's canceled. Uh, <laughs> so your brother was right. Yeah, he was right. He was right. Uh, yeah, it's not a. It's not looking too good. Um, so the storm's coming, and uh, I, I wish everyone uh, that is in that area to please get out of there. So go yeah, somewhere, yeah, go somewhere cool. far away, and drink lots of beer. That's my. Trevor advice. lives in Wilmington. Wow. Trevor, oh. Trevor lives in Wilmington. Wilmington. Chris. Oh man. He's so, like, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna leave. I'm like, get, get out of there. <laughs> yeah, he That's needs to get out of there. Four. Yeah, he That's no needs. joke. Yeah. It's such a big storm though, it's gonna impact like hundreds of miles wherever it makes landfall. Yeah. You're gonna have to go far to get out of its path. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a big storm and uh Yeah, it, it's you know, it's in, in, inconveniencing to not, you know, go to vacation, but it sucks for people's houses and stuff that are in the way and I you know, 
we, we, yeah. we experienced it through Sandy. You know, not me personally, but our area, and it's pretty, pretty devastating. Put on some more happy news. Let's talk about some beer news. Beer news. Actually, Yay. no. Wait, wait. First, before beer news, we are supposed to talk about untapped beers that you've drank. So sorry, mm-hmm. that was a that was a little uh, like fake out there. Wow. So um, well, I have bad we, news. What? What's what's your? I bad haven't news? used untapped in like a year. That's okay. You can yeah. just what use your use your mind. Use your mind. <laughs> There's too many to list. Too many b- new beers to list. Um, let's see what the heck have I been drinking? That's uh, that's very good. Double dry hop yacht juice. Yes, it's my probably my favorite beer. To we just talked about that was amazing. Yeah, I'm currently drinking another beer from Icarus called Kalishna Coffee, and it's a Russian Imperial Stout coffee. Russian Imperial Coffee Stout, and it's amazing. It's fourteen percent, and it rules. Fourteen. Um, is it is it very alcoholy or not at all? Really? Not one bit. Uh, what else do I have? Have I had in the most recent? A lot of Vermont beer, like Hetty Topper, Vocal Bang. I brought a lot of that back. A lot of Alchemist. A lot of. Uh, a lot of IPAs from up there, a brewery called Frost Brewing, which is just crazy, crazy good. Just it's amazing how many breweries can be that good. You know what I mean? You drink that beer, it's like, yes, this is it. Yeah, yeah but, definitely. About you guys. Um, I just recently had like a um like a a local beer. Um it's kinda hard. I don't think you can really find it anywhere else. It's extremely like it's in a it's pretty much just like a almost like a homebrew but from uh this uh this, the cidery that i go to uh penning penning's farm cidery they they grow their own hops and i guess they sell their hops to certain brewer brewers and uh i just recently got to try um a beer from one of those beers that were made from their hops um it's pretty good uh, i it was a little different it's uh called a um ip l instead of an ipa so it's an imperial not imperial sorry india pale <laughs> lager um so it's it was very interesting you get a little bit of like a uh, hops at the beginning like you can taste it almost tastes like it, it's going to be an ale but then it turns into like a like it almost tastes has like a roasted character to it, it like would trick you into thinking there's like coffee mixed into it it was very strange mm. i'm not sure what would cause that maybe i'm just accustomed to, to drinking um ipas so maybe maybe the lager tastes it's kind of throwing me off with all the, like the extra hops i don't know yeah maybe it's the combination of the hops and what makes it a lager like it's is it more like a hoppy lager yeah it's like a hoppy lager um extra hopped lager yeah i would say um i wonder if it has something to do with the malt characters yeah maybe maybe it's just who knows maybe there was something wrong with the beer i don't know i but Ted, I'm I have I'm gonna reserve one for you since since you're close and uh Yeah, definitely. I mean I could actually I probably send one to Steve too, but <laughs> but um Thanks. And then maybe Tom. Tom I'll bring it to work. We'll crack one open at work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh we'll we'll see. Um maybe yeah, I, you have an opinion uh, of it. Uh, Magic Hat made um an IPL uh Dream Machine. That and from what I remember, um they had it on tap at a bar I used to live by. It was it was good. It was it was my first ever IPL, and it was like it was it was weird. It I was expecting an IPA, but it w- didn't finish like an IPA. It, it started, but it 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 was like a lager, like you said, a hoppy lager. Yeah, it was yeah. Very kind of refreshing for me. I enjoyed it a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna see more and more of the um the uh ipls coming up it's just another new character um new new whatchamacallit category can't talk what are you guys what are you guys drinking right now so i'm drinking uh a brooklyn uh bel-air sour just because i'm trying to get that those sours in before uh yes before the summer's over you know i still still Mm -hmm. i refuse to go to those pumpkins yet yeah no (laughs) ever Never. Unless it's dogfish pumpkin head. Yeah, I know that's kale. exactly. I, I, my tradition's been pumpkin, 
Honestly, the quality has been... I've been reading about this, too. The quality of the pumpkin has been apparently going down a little bit. And I noticed, yeah, not, I noticed I it's not tasting as good. I don't know if it's just me. Did, did you notice that, too, Ted? Or Steve? Yeah, or? I did. I, I just I can't drink them anymore. I don't know if it's my taste. My palate changes or whatever. I've tried local pumpkin beers. I've tried the big names. Dogfish seems to be like the most balanced one of them all. And I can tolerate it, but I'm not going to go buy it. I'm sure there's mine. I'm sure someone's coming out with like an IPA pumpkin beer. I'm sure that already exists somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm gonna look for it now. Imperial pumpkin ale. <laughs> Imperial pump. Well, there's definitely Imperial pumpkin ales, well, but Indian in- pumpkin ale. Yeah, yeah, India pale ale, pumpkin, or, or there's or haze bomb, as you would call Indian it. Indian pumpkin haze bombs for yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 uh, Tom, did you already answer your untapped? Um. Right now, I'm drinking. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but this is. I think we talked about Jim B. Oh one. yeah, we did talk about yeah, that. I saw that today. <laughs> I am actually very pleased with this. It doesn't taste like Budweiser. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does have like a little like like a, a little hint of like vanilla. Oh yeah, for those it, listeners, I'm sorry. It's a Budweiser okay. uh, aged in Jim Beam. Yes. Like, Arrows, it's right? like upper lager. It, yeah. 6.2%. It, you know what? It, it It's incredibly smooth. I'm Like I said, I'm very impressed with it. Uh, it's not the greatest, you know, beer. But I I can definitely have a couple and enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I have no... You know, a lot of beer snobs will say, you know, screw that shit. But I think, you know, drink what you want to drink, my opinion. I might try it just because it's new. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I say give it a tr- give it a shot. You, you might be impressed, you know, with it. Yeah, I mean, so it doesn't taste like a regular Bud or Bud Light. It has it has more flavor. It has more. I don't know something about it. Like, and you're drinking it right out of the bottle, right? Um, I, yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> oh, this is empty now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, hey, there's nothing wrong with an icy cold like Bud Light or Coors Light after you're done cutting the grass or something oh, no. like, yeah, you know, super hot summer day. You come home from work and that's all that's there. I, I I like the I like the you know I like PBR I like Iron City, I like the you know I guess the lower end if you want to call it beers. I enjoy those. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm down with that too. Yeah, I'm a lover of all beers. Exactly. Except pumpkin beer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that can get old quick. Yeah, there's there's a time and place for that. It's like October and maybe a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be gotta be cold in November. And yeah. yeah, about two weeks. That's about all I can take of those. I'm not a big fan of Belgians either. I'm not a I don't do Belgians very well. Yeah. Something about something about what's in those. I guess it's the yeast that makes it makes me like super bloated the next day. Mm-hmm. I just feel like crap. They are very distinctive. Mm-hmm. It's either you love them or hate them, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, it depends. But all right, so what you guys all have been waiting for? It's beer news time. Beer news, beer news, beer news, beer news, beer news. We we need to really start coming up with like some jingles for our our shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a guitar back there. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we're you know musicians here. We we can make some we can make some songs. <laughs> Yeah. Some some Steve will come in with some slap bass. Beer news, beer news, beer news. I don't know. We can think of something. But uh, so on some beer news. So we we we've been talking about this a lot uh, through podcasts. But uh, the whole invasion of marijuana in the whole beer scene. Um, so. One article recently that I came across, um, it's Heineken. It recently just came out with, um, it's not necessarily a beer. So this is a little outside of our thing, but, uh, it, it, it contains, it's like a, it's a, a calorie free kind of like beer that contains CBD and THC. 
and it's called Hi-Fi Hops. And it's kind of, uh, I guess, it has like a certain, that's uh, five milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBD. So I guess it's supposed to make you feel a little buzzed without the alcohol. Um, made by uh, Lagunitas Brewing Company. I thought that was pretty interesting. So like all these, these, these breweries are, are kind of, I guess, shaking in their shoes with legalization. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what do you guys think about that? I think it's cool. I just wish I could try it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, oh, like, yeah. It's one of those things we can't really try. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> illegal in New York. It's illegal in New Jersey. It's illegal in Chicago. I mean, <laughs> specifically I <think> so. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> wow. So, um,. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess. I guess. I guess time will tell if we're going to be able to try these things. And I'm yeah, assuming you I can get. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because you're a federal uh, federal agent. You're in the FBI. I work, I work for a secret agent. The society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know that's just it's part of the game, Ted. It's part of the the way to go. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, you have to be really careful if you had THC will work and bad things could happen. Ever watch Reefer Madness? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's some dangerous stuff. But anyways, on to um, the next article. Um, So Carlsberg is to replace plastic ring can holders with recyclable glue. Huh. Cyclable glue. I thought that was so they glue the cans together. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's like I mean, cool. if you look at the picture, um, oh, you guys don't see it on the stream, but um, it's actually cans that are kind of uh, glued together, and you just pull them apart. Very cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's actually a cool idea. You know, honestly, I hate those yeah. freaking plastic ring things on cans. I always thought they were a horrible design. They need to go away, not just because of environmental reasons, but because I hate them. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, would yes. you look at that? Huh. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if it, if said, it works, they said it'll reduce plastic up to 76%. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. And honestly, those plastic things they put the like the four packs in are a pain in the ass. Yeah, they are. Because I always have to pull it off and then it pops and then it shakes the can. <laughs> Exactly. And I have to wait, yeah. you know. So you know, hopefully this this comes through, and like a lot of breweries catch on to it. I'm down for that. And hopefully the glue actually stick, you know, holds well. Where you know, sometimes some people pick it up by one or two cans, and then it goes everywhere. I've had that happen even with the rings, and you know, the whole six pack comes undone, smashes on yeah. the floor. And there's a big mess to clean up. That's not fun. <laughs> it's a waste of beer. Yeah, so I guess I guess there's been a, a trend on taking away plastics because of the whole, uh, you, you know, plastic monster that's in the Pacific Ocean. I think that's just like growing bigger and bigger. You guys have heard about that, right? No. Oh yeah, yeah. There's but they're trying to clean it up. It's not just that, but plastic error. It's just not good for water. It leaches things into the water. It's bad for the environment. So the they're just trying to get rid of these, you know, disposable plastic things like straws and. Plastic rings of beer and you know the things that people don't think to recycle too. You know you don't think to throw straws into the recycling. I don't think you can even recycle them. I don't think it's the right kind of plastic. Yeah, I don't think so. And like you know, every every town has its own list of things you can and can't recycle, and it's a little different everywhere. But yeah, exactly. So speaking of cans. Allagash White is coming to cans, so that's yeah. That's, that's very exciting. good news. That's exciting. That's very good news for me because I kind of I kind of limit myself to cans due to uh, fridge space. I have uh, I have too many fridges instead of a real fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so my beer space is limited to like that little cup holder in the in the door, or the or the can holder in the door. Yeah, not just that. I, I mean, I love I love cans i mean i love like you said like the 
the portability of them, the fact that um, they take a blessed room, and the greatest thing benefit of them, I think, is the fact that light doesn't get to the beer, and that's yeah, what wins yeah. the beer. So, so that's yeah, exciting. We've about this before in other podcasts, but you're seeing a lot more breweries canning. Even um, one that catches my eye most of the times when I go to the stores, Delirium Tremens in cans. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, like, everyone is doing it. Every single, even like, uh, I don't know whoever, but it's just the 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 trend of here's a can. I talked about this before too. Like you can bring it portability. It's easily crushable into a small garbage. So I like cans. I'm all about cans too. Yeah. Um, I am too. I, I'm, I'm really curious on how the cans are going to the, I guess the metal, the aluminum is going to affect the taste of it. Like you know, like I said in the last podcast, I've been getting into the uh, the twisted teas, and I had I had the twisted tea in the can versus the the glass. Gla- the can was way better taste and drinkability than the glass. It, hmm. it was a world of a difference. I think the canning process too is a little bit more. Um, what's the word? It's like more precise, maybe than the bottling, where like air is not present there's less air present or it's carbonated more properly that's true because there's always that little like inch or two of air at the top of a bottle but yeah a can probably not much air in there at all there's less air in the can and there's absolutely zero light that can get into there to affect any kind of ingredients and maybe they're more maybe the aluminum is more temperature like controllable or, or less the yeah, there's also might. there's also a liner inside of all the cans so they so you don't get the uh, taste of aluminum or anything in them. Yeah, maybe maybe glass heats up a little bit differently than aluminum too. So oh, the, the temperature like, stays more controlled. That's true. You know what? That's a good point though. The glass probably insulates the beer better in terms of temperature fluctuations. I would imagine like the um well, that's one of the the pluses of uh, a can is the fact that it it cools down very quickly. You th- could throw it into a cooler; it cools down very quickly. Yeah. But it, that could also be one of the downfalls. I never actually thought of that. I just thought of that now. The fact that it probably will fluctuate more in temperature. Right. The material. Yeah. So uh, speaking of cans, um, you're going to see a lot more stovepipe cans. You guys know the stovepipe cans, right? No, what's that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought it was a funny name. It's it's, it's stovepipe cans are pretty much just the nineteen ounce cans that are um, a little bit between you know the the, the twenty four ounce cans and the pint cans. <laughs> so it's just enough beer. It's not too much, not too little. Um, it's the same width as um, like a like a. 12 ounce can of beer okay so it takes up almost the same amount of room and it's a little but it's just taller that's why they call them stovepipe because they're skinnier i've seen those around Um, yeah they they are cool looking um not so good for me though in my mini fridge situation because they don't fit (laughs) in the in the little column (laughs) (laughs) so uh it's funny because uh dale you know dale's pale ale they uh yeah they kind of pioneered the whole can thing you know, they were one of the first breweries to pioneer of cans. Um, well, in terms of craft beer, sorry. Let me rephrase that, because cans have been around for a long time. <laughs> but for high-quality beer to be in cans, that, that's what I meant to say. But Because, um, you know, cans before that were considered like, you know, like Schlitz or Budweiser. You know, that's what you get in cans. You'd rarely ever get a craft beer in cans. But uh, they also pioneered now the um, the stovepipe can. They kind of started the trend in 2012. You actually see, I kind of really love the stovepipe can of uh, Dogfish Head uh, Sequench. That's a great mm-hmm. beer to kind of just pound down. Yeah. You got to come to the brew pub with us next time, Chris. Yeah, and no, I would love to go to um, Dogfish Head. Yeah, it's awesome. We're old. We'll take a tour. It's like ten bucks. You go on the tour. It's like a mile and a half or something like that. They take you to the distillery. It's re- it's really fun. Yeah, I mean, I, and I just love. I mean, I love what Dogfish Head kind of stands for, and I love their 
their um their zest for experiments. Yeah. Experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like Sam Caligione. That's how you say his last name, right? I have no idea. I, I think it's Caligione. I don't know why he has such a complex last name, man. I just call him Sam. <laughs> Sam C. Sam C. Sam C. He's a cool guy. He actually has a really cool um thing um on uh whatchamacallit on uh we feast what is it the on youtube live not youtube live but on youtube it's called uh you know ever watch the show hot ones they also have another show i just got tiff sent me that today hold on it's something he did something with a beer with um capsaicin in it or pepper spray oh pepper spray (laughs) hold on i'm gonna find it yeah um it's uh yeah no this is uh, i always forget i'm well, first of all, it's on the First We Feast channel, okay, which is a great YouTube channel. Maybe one day Fat Foodaholics will get to be as good as that, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, the name of the show is That's Odd, Let's Drink It. Yes. And it's pretty awesome. I would suggest anyone to watch that. Um, yeah, so and- Tiff sent me that this afternoon, a little article about they made a beer with either pepper spray or capsaicin. I, I don't know where it went. I really can't find it right now, but that sucks. I thought I thought she sent me a text, but anyway, yeah, they made a really spicy beer. That's and awesome. It was on that it was on that show that you're talking about. See, I, I love spicy things, but like spicy beers, there's only a certain point I like them being spicy. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I can't drink a lot of spicy beer. It's not fun. Yeah, there's something about, like, drinking spicy liquid. It just, like, just kills your stomach or something. I don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. and it, it goes down. And you just want to cough. It's just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Usually you, you want the beer to quench the whatever you just ate that was spicy. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're trying to quench yourself, and you're just. Oh, so the pepper spray beer is a stout. It's a milk, it's a milk coffee stout. Huh. So maybe the milk kind of like counteracts the spiciness. <laughs> yeah, it says a moderately sweet stout, which gives off spicy nutmeg mm. and espresso aroma with a palate warming chili spiced finish. <laughs> I mean, that would Sounds try. nice. Yeah. That does sound good. <laughs> I would try. And that's the thing, too. At the brew pub and the brewery, there's, there's exclusive things that are there. That they, I don't know if they experiment constantly or they just are always brewing new beers, but there's always weird stuff there that you would never, you'll never find it anywhere else in the country, but at the brew pub or That's at awesome. the brewery. They, it's almost probably like almost like beta, right? Like, like beta beers, yeah. like yes. where they just they test out the beers there. If people start to like it, they can put it out in the mass market. It's brilliant, actually. It's really good. I think they do an employee brew, like like that's part of a perk of working there is you get to brew a beer on your own. And see if it catches on. They get to use your own creativity and your own thought wow. process. So it's almost like oh. he's using like the whole thing of the um, the platform that Google uses because Google does the same thing. They have, you know, they they let um, people that work employees at Google they let them kind of go off and do their own thing. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's pretty what awesome. he does. I, I'm pretty sure it's an employee. It's at least one tap a week or a month or so that that beer is on. And it was created for them. That's really cool. Yeah. Really yeah we, we have to go there soon. Wow, that's awesome. Just come here, and then we'll, we'll take the truck to the ferry. We'll split the ferry cost, and we'll go. As long as no hurricanes hit, I'm good. Yeah, we're not going now, though. It's going to be like 12-foot <laughs> seas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that wouldn't. we'd probably uh, get pretty sick on that ferry. I don't even know if it's still, it would run at that time. No, nah, I don't think they would. They shut them down. But. Yeah. <laughs> so on to other news. Uh, so I, we talked about this last week. Uh, the whole thing where um, I think it was last week. Cleveland Browns. You know, you know that amazing team, Cleveland Browns. How they're doing? Uh, amazing. They're just winning that every a game. Team? Not really. They never won a game. Apparently. Is that soccer? No, they're um, it's, baseball. It's 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 uh, <laughs> it's football. <laughs> oh, football. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I, I, I'm really bad with sports. See, see, Lee brought this up last last week, so, but uh, 
the cool thing about it, what's related to beer, is apparently they've lost so many games, but like, like you know, stepped up their game, and they're like, let's put a beer fridge in, you know, the Cleveland Browns like like fan brew brew brewery, not breweries, pubs, and uh, they locked it up. And if Cleveland Browns ever won a game, they would unlock the fridge and get free Bud Light. <laughs> so we talked about this. <laughs> they never they're won doing a game some, ever? They, they don't win a game. So <laughs> apparently, like, recently, they tied in a game, and it was a big deal. All their fans were, like, tweeting Bud Light. They're like, can we open up the beer fridges now? <laughs> and unfortunately, no. They, they, they wouldn't open it up. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> That's, uh, That's I guess awesome. it. I mean, it's it kind of you know makes it more exciting. I think you know, I would probably watch more of the games. Yeah, it's more of an incentive to win, and you know, you you see your team win, and then open a beer fridge full. You know, yeah, that's exciting. And I actually have I have the picture up on the stream um, for those those viewers. Um, yeah, it's just a fridge with a a chain around it. With some Bud Light in it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I thought it'd be a little bit more high tech. Like they'd be like Wi-Fi enabled. Like the like instead of just the chain and a lock, because anyone could just break that chain. I think. But, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so that's cool. So, um, have you guys heard about there's so there's a new um, hop coming out. A new hop, like a new variety of hop. Yeah, and, and OSU developed Hop. Um, Oregon State University um, developed. It's called the Strata Hop. So, um, mm. so that should be interesting. Um, it's kind of cool. So it's kind of like hops are kind of going the way of um, chili peppers, I guess. They're cultivating new, um, new strains, new, new, no hot plants, new peppers. You know, so it's pretty cool. So I guess to try different. So I think pretty much what they're trying to do too is find hops that are deep, more disease like resistant and have certain uh, flavors in them. Um, this one apparently, um, well, let me see what it, I, I forgot what it was. It has a certain flavor to it. I should really research this stuff. <laughs> but this is the why recent people watch this podcast because um at any time it's like it's like watching a car crash, you know, you never you don't know when it's going <laughs> to crash. <laughs> you don't know when shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> the stream might not work, I don't know. No, okay. So um the hop has flavors of guava, passion fruit and grapefruit, orange zest, zest and dank earth and lemongrass nice has all those that's interesting that's like every aspect of every single hop ever all built into one hop yeah it's <laughs> like ever watch ever ever watch um you know like uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory and the guy had the the, the, the everlasting gobstopper or whatever yeah and it, it yeah. goes to different flavors it's like that but in a hop it's the gobstopper it's the gob hopper it's the gob hopper <laughs> <laughs> Do they give you um, specs on it? Like, what's the alpha acid comp? What's the, like the breakdown? Oh of it? yeah, like like how bitter it is. Yeah. No, this doesn't go that far into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if I, more I find out about it, we can I'll bring it up. Um, so this this is the reason you know your listeners should go on next week or two weeks from now because we'll bring we'll we'll give you more information on this hop because I know you've just you're just waiting for more information on this hop on the Strava. Strava hop. Strava hop. Um, we're going to brew with the uh, Equinot hop. That's a serious hop, too. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So what is the, like what is that? the flavors of that more so? Very, very bitter. Oh, very okay. acidic. It's very... Uh, it'll If you eat one, it'll give you heartburn for like three days. Oh. <laughs> I think it has the highest alpha acid of any hop. I could be mistaken. It's It's very high... It adds a very distinct t- taste to the beer. So you don't really need to use as much of it, or is it more so um, just that flavor profile that you're looking for? 
No, you don't need to use as much of it, I think. Okay. Okay. And it's just an extreme. It's an extremely flavored. It's it. Yeah, it's extremely distinct. Put it that way. Um, hmm. And I'm not sure if it's readily available, but you know, you see it here and there to pop up. You know, the brew a beer with a brewery brew a beer with Equinot hops, and you'll know it when you taste that beer. It'll give you something different. It'll give you something like the oh wow, that's that's unique. You get you'll very you'll get a very instant taste of what I'm talking about. I need to keep an eye out on that one. I, I I'm sure I've had beers that have had that in there. I just never really thought about it when it's done you drive down the parkway to exit 82 go to heavy reel and we will uh we'll show you what it's all about <laughs> nice <laughs> nice hopefully it will i think you, i think we're good with uh hurricanes not hitting new jersey now nah, it's just gonna rain like a son of a bitch it's gonna rain and rain and rain yeah we'll be brewing that beer on the 23rd so i think it's two to three weeks turnaround time on it depending on the size and then after that you know we have a huge invite i think it makes 90 something gallons but we're only going to yield 60 or 70 could be less wait wait, wait. how many gallons wait what did you say it's 90 <laughs> 90 barrels not 90 gallons wait no no still that's that's so you're making a beer that has 90 barrels of beer? Yes. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, a couple of us are working with the guy, the owner of Heavy Reel. He's letting us brew beer there with him. Hmm. It's going to be fun. Dude, that's awesome. So is it, it's going to be called Ted's Beer? It's going to be called The Dirty. Oh, The Dirty. Nice. <laughs> Dude, that's I'm all looking, I can tell you. It's, a, it's look, an IPA. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, definitely have to come down and try it. All right, I'm going to grab a beer. Hold on a second. Steve, what are you drinking? I don't think, uh, I don't think we mentioned it. This is um, Two Brothers Outlaw Mosaic IPA. Two Brothers, is that local? Yeah, Two Brothers is, uh, they're just outside of, outside of Chicago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they always make a good beer. You ever get any Three Floyds? I've, I, yeah, I've had a few Three Floyds. Those are really good. Yeah, are they hard to come by? Those are pretty interesting. No, not really. My buddy's out there now. He's all excited because it's like on tap everywhere in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, this is insane. Three Floyds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're out of uh, Indiana, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, that's it with beer news. Um, you know, I just wanted to end this podcast with a little discussion. I saw an article that kind of, frankly, pissed me off. But I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about this. Is it Elon Musk smoking pot on Joe Rogan's podcast? <laughs> no, but that, you know, that really pissed me off because he, oh, he fired workers that smoked pot. And he's allowed to smoke pot on the freaking thing. Yeah. He's they the owner. To, they, no, they need to change their their uh, what call it their uh, policy. He, he does whatever he wants. He's Elon Musk. Nah, actually, we don't care that much. He can smoke pot, whatever he wants to do. Yeah, do what you want, dude. You're Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see why why people that work there are kind of pissed off. True. True. Um. So, anyways, this article. You know, it's on Business Insider. Here are the most, the 10 most popular beers in America as millennials threaten the industry. What the, why, why are they blaming, why do they always have to blame the millennials for this shit? Damn millennials. Come on. They want to try myself a millennial. Different beers. They don't want to just drink the same old beers. I know. Millennials. Yeah, I'm I'm going to put this article up on the stream. Yeah, it's a, it's just a, it's a picture of Bud Light. On the picnic table, and in big bold letters, here are the ten most popular beers in America as millennials threaten the industry. You know, like, and this is not one of the first articles I've seen from Business Insider. They just want to blame the millennials on everything. Like, what the hell? First of all, there's no such thing as generations. We're all the same. We're all people. Ugh, I don't know. 
What do you guys think? Are you as uh, annoyed good. as these people as me? Generations. Uh... You never heard about know. that? It kind of has to do with So like... generations are a myth. Yeah, like they say we're Generation X and that we're millennials in our age group. But like, I mean, obviously, I don't think we there's, no, there's no denying that we're born a certain time and we're, there's a group of people born at certain times. Yeah. But to stereotype people like acting a certain way based on when yeah. they were born apparently is, is a myth. Like, it's not I don't really consider true. myself millennial. That, that's ageism. Well, there's, I mean, even, I think millennials is like a huge, isn't it like a 20 year like range, which is like, yeah. you know, us like, we're i think all considered older millennials and we're like we've grown up like without the internet and without cell phones but yeah younger millennials haven't like since 2000 whatever 2007 there's been huge changes to the way things are happening and it's just like it's affected all of us from you know young kids to older adults and the world's just different now <laughs> there's no yeah. you know no denying that yeah i mean that there are age, which there's. I'm sorry. There's there's trends with the the ages and everything, but uh, this list is is nonsense. Like, who doesn't drink most of these things? Heineken, Bud, Bush, Miller. These are like the things that under 21 year olds would drink. You know, like the, the Bush Light, the Modelo, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Natty Ice. Come on, <laughs> like, this, Natty this, Ice this, is on the list. That's funny. <laughs> this is like. You know, you're paying someone to buy you beer at the, you know, the grocery store. <laughs> you know, that that's that that's that stuff. You know? Yeah. That, that's not a millennial thing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's honestly it's just um also, I mean, so we like drinking more craft beers now. That's probably what it is. We're yeah. drinking more of that. So there's less there's more competition now for these breweries. Yeah. So you, you you know you don't just have the choice of you know Corona as the Mexican lager you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really even see a divide over age groups. Like I run into plenty of like older, older people who are like really into craft beers and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I always just hate when I come across articles like this. Um, so for any uh, viewers out there, if there isn't any, um, what do you think? Um, <laughs> Type it in the in the chat. Um, I would like to hear what your opinion is, and if if you if you if your opinion differs from us, um, we're gonna kick you off <laughs> and curse you off. Not right away though. We want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's actually actually we to be honest, I, I really want to see what your opinion is. If it's different, great. I'm curious why. What makes your opinion better than ours? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Miller Lights on here, Budweiser, Coors. What's number one? Bud Light. Bud Light. This is this is the beer beginners, uh, you know. It's like the starter <laughs> yeah. pack. Yeah, beer starter pack. Like, come, like this is really nothing. Like, so we talked about this before, but Tom, I'm curious what what's your first beer that you've ever tried? Um, Corona. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Oh, uh. See the PBR, but one of those two, I think. I don't. I I I've tried Corona a couple of times. Not a big fan. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Corona or Heineken. Either. Yeah. Um, what was your? That was your first beer. I think. I think it was like PBR, but one of those two. Yeah, I think it might have been one of those two. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Natty. Maddie Light. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Miller. I don't, I'm not too sure. Oh, yeah, Miller Light. Yeah, that's it, another it, one it, of those beers. Wait, is Miller Light on this this list? I'm sure it's on this list. Oh, yeah, but it is. Yeah, Michelob Ultra is on the list, which is weird <laughs> to me. That's one of the ten most popular. Yeah, Michelob Ultra is really popular with older people. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that one's in trouble. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Miller Lite is going anywhere. There's always, you know, no. always going to be lots of people wanting to Miller Lite. Yeah, or Lite or whatever. I would drink that. I like that. Yeah, I actually just they just had a uh, someone left a, a tall pack of Modelo here. I went through that pretty quickly. That was actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah, Modelo. Yeah, Modelo is pretty good. 
I like Modelo. All right, Chris, light beer podcast. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so next podcast, let's just talk about light beers. Let's try light beer challenge. I actually kind of miss. I've been having all these like good beers lately. I want to try some of these beers again. You it's know, start, horrible. Starting from Heineken, I want to try Heineken. I kind of miss. Uh-oh. I, I kind of miss that flavor of of skunkiness. But then again, Heineken isn't usually supposed to be skunky. It's just because we have those green bottles to choose from. Yeah. Some people grab that in the can. I, I'll I'll say this. I I don't know I've if I've ever tried Michelob Ultra. I've had Heineken that I actually really liked. I really enjoyed. I did a job. I worked for um, the AV company. We did their AV for Heineken and White Plains, and they have um, a sub uh, a, a tap at the, in their room, and it's on like a uh, it's chilled, so it's like constantly at like thirty two degrees, and it was the greatest coldest <laughs> pour that I've ever had, and it didn't taste like a Heineken out of a can or out of a bottle. It was, mm. it was amazing. And that, like, I'm not a person that likes Heineken, mm-hmm. but it was so refreshing. You know, it was so different though. Like they they had the they had the line running with like liquid nitrogen to that's freeze awesome. time. I would try that. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, that reminds me of a beer that I had in in London called uh, Guinness Extra Cold. Have you ever Ooh. heard of that? Yes, because of you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they take Guinness and they throw it. I guess they do a similar thing. They bring it through like a cold tap, maybe nitrogen or something. And it yeah. comes out super cold and it's pretty amazing. That's oh, delicious. It's just funny because at the time before I went to London, everyone, there was all these weird like like stereotypes or misconceptions about what the food and beer would be like over there. Everyone, First of all, everyone said the food would be horrible. For some reason, everyone's like the food's horrible in London. Okay, it was actually pretty was decent. Good. It was good. Um, other thing people said is they they serve you warm beers, which was kind of silly too. And then the first thing that I had over there was like Guinness Extra Cold. I'm like, this is the opposite <laughs> of what people say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think they just say warm beers because like Cascales are still kind of popular over there. Well, actually, I read an article recently. Cascales are kind of going on their way out, unfortunately. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I love um, your Cascale. I know exactly. Yeah. That's one thing. That's one. I remember maybe ten years ago they were trying to revive Cascales. Yeah. yeah. You don't really see that much anymore, though. You don't see many Cascales around. No, guess not. But um, right back. I guess that's and those aren't they... even those aren't even like warm. They're just not no. as cold. As, no, they're not they're, as cold. Like, and that's like, that's. You know, yeah, they're like European room temperature, which is like in the sixties, which is cooler than. Uh, it's not warm. Yeah. <laughs> See, like I like I like European room temperature. That's like my room temperature at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Americans just like it warmer. I don't know why. Maybe I'm 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 a European at heart. I did yeah. that DNA test. I was like fifty percent uh, <laughs> Irish. So there you go. I mean, I don't, I don't mind warmer uh, beers, but what is this? Yeah. <laughs> what did you just throw across the room? Cat toy. Oh, a cat toy. Okay. Um, I thought it was something yeah, else. I'm, glad I it, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved it was a cat toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they've been swarming me. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on their chair. Um. But yeah, I don't mind the warm, warmer beers. Um, I would really like to go overseas. Yeah, if they're supposed to be warmer. Ireland. I want to try that because I've been told like the Guinness that's poured over there is so much better than what we have here. I can see why because like I, I see different bartenders pour it, and a lot of the bartenders can't pour it properly. That make that makes the whole world of difference. Is how they pour it, and how it's, and even how it's tapped and everything, how it's served. I've had really bad Guinness. I've had really good Guinness. There was a bar in the city, actually. Uh, it's probably still around. Solanche. It's had a uh, pretty good Guinness. Yeah. Oh man, remember remember Steve going over there? We would have. Um, I was pretty Those much buy, days. buy one days. buy one get one free Guinness. It right? was buy one get one free. Yeah. For Dude, how, happy hour. That was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. We used to go Word there all the time. Day. 
We used to go there all the time. It was on. Was it on the Bowery? In like it was on the Bowery. Yeah. In the second city. or third street, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, we're gonna have to go down there after work one day. I'll show it to you. Oh, after work during lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 down for that. I, I love Guinness. Yeah. And then Steve, you're gonna have to come back to, to New York, and we'll go. I'll there. come. I'll come and have some Guinness with you after work. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, does anyone have any questions? Questions of the week? The one person that's watching? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably Ted or me. Uh, It's definitely you. I'm not even watching. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, anyone that, the one person that's watching, um, I noticed the stream was going in and out. Uh, I apologize for that. We'll fix that for next week. But anyways, um, or next two weeks from now. But... Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And do you guys have any have any last statements before we leave? No. Drink local. Beer. Beer's beer. 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 Drink local. That's it. Beer. Beer. Well, All right. Yeah. For See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the butt face crack man sitting over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha